10 to 1, episode 66. Top 10 Proverbs. Welcome to 10 to 1, a podcast where we make top 10 lists about everything. I'm Brian Kozer. And I'm Melissa Kozer. And tonight we're doing our top 10 Proverbs from the Book of Proverbs. And I don't know about you, Brian, but I had a really hard time doing this list. Uh, there are so many verses in that book that I was going through and I was like, man, so many of these I've heard all my life and hmm. uh, they're super familiar to me. And I had a short list of 49 going on. Mm-hmm. I think a couple of those I put multiple verses on one line, so I'm going to say I had over 50 verses to choose from. <laughs> um, and that wasn't even all the ones that I was like, oh yeah, that's a good verse too. This was just the ones that I was like, oh yeah, I definitely think of this one a lot, or it sticks in my memory a lot because I heard it so much <laughs> one way or another. And then even from there... I had a even shorter list of at least 20. And so it was just really hard to narrow down. I mean, how do you choose one verse over another in the Bible? Uh, especially when it's like the best of the best. They're all so good. How do you choose? So I got it narrowed down to 10, but there are a lot of really great verses in, in Proverbs. I mean, they're all great, but... You know what I mean. <laughs> Some are greater. Yeah, it's a good book. One of my favorites in the Old Testament. Uh, it was actually pretty easy for me. I, I have about 30 Proverbs highlighted in my Bible. Going through, I picked out 20 that were possibilities and then just went through again and picked out 10 pretty easily. So, huh. I don't know. It was, uh, wasn't a difficult one for me for some reason. Okay. So, uh, I just... Picked out my 10 favorites. I didn't try to rank them. I, I'm just going to do them in uh, in the order that they appear. Do you rank yeah. yours? No, I'm going to do them in the order that you, they appear as well. You had mentioned yeah. you were doing yours like that. And for once, I'm going to copy you. Nice. I do have one that I'll say is my favorite, but otherwise, uh, they're just in, in order. And I think it'll be my number. My favorite will be number five. That's how it worked out, so... Anything else before we get into the list? I'm going from the end of the book to the front of the book. Uh-huh. That order. Gotcha. Well, That's just how it, I ended up ranking order. them. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse order. Right. Okay. Well, let's get started then. My first one is Proverbs 3.27. Withhold not good from them to whom it is due, when it is in the power of thine hand to do it. Yeah, this made my top 50. Yeah? Yeah. Yep. I like that one. Uh, just if you can if you can do something for someone, then you should. I mean, pretty, Don't put it pretty off. simple thought. Yeah. So it's a good reminder. All right. Don't, don't think of anything else to add. <laughs> okay. Yeah, a lot of these are pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's one of the beautiful things about Proverbs is... Uh, just about all of the Proverbs are really clear. 
there's not much to dispute on what the verse means. And uh, I like the, the poetical nature of the book, too. It's very... Uh, well, for this list, I kind of speed read through the whole whole book. Okay. And uh, as I was doing that, it's actually not a bad re- way to read Proverbs because <laughs> you see uh, verses later in, in the book that you're like, oh, yeah, this same verse has cropped up before in almost the exact same uh, manner. Yeah. yeah, there are some but a little a little different duplicates. Yeah. Yep. So it's interesting. Anyway. All right. Well, that's my number 10. Proverbs 3.27. My number 10 is in Proverbs 31. So it's a really good chapter talking about the virtuous woman. Uh, But I really like verses 11 and 26. Yes, I have two verses, separate verses, but from the same chapter for my number 10. Get over it. So verse 11 says, the heart of her husband doth safely trust in her so that he shall have no need of spoil. And that one always is a good challenge to me to never give you any, any reason to be afraid of where my affections lie or my intentions are only to do good by this family. And I want you to always... Uh, rely on that and trust in it and never have any doubt as to uh, how I feel about you. <laughs> and then verse 26 says, She open out, openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. And that does not describe me. <laughs> so it's always a good challenge to th- try and think before I speak and... Uh, throw in a <laughs> pinch of kindness as well. So that's my number 10. And your number 11. Proverbs 31, 11 and 26 in it. It's okay because it's from the same chapter. Wow. So you claim. My number nine, Proverbs. None uh, of my others are from the same chapter, so. Yeah, I didn't include any from the Virtuous Woman chapter. <laughs> in a spoiler for the, <laughs> the rest of the list. My number nine is Proverbs eleven fourteen, where no counsel is, the people fall, but in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Top 50. Nice. So, yeah, this one actually makes me think of Rehoboam, where he, he actually did get advice from multiple people, got advice from the elders, got advice from the young people his own age, and uh, so I guess maybe... Um, Maybe a corollary would be get get a lot of counsel from different people, but then um, you also need to weigh their counsel. And uh, I guess that could be a separate proverb. But, yep, good principle to get advice from different people. Don't just listen to people that tell you what you want to hear. Listen to opposing opinions. If you need to make an important decision, that's good. Good uh, words to live by. Yeah. So that's my number nine, Proverbs eleven fourteen. All right, my number nine comes from Proverbs thirty. It's verses seven through nine. Two things have I required of thee: deny me them not before I die. Remove far from, remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me, lest I be full and deny thee and say, Who is the Lord? 
or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. And uh, that is so powerful, such a really good set of verses that I don't really want, I don't want to be poor and desperate and not trusting in God, but I don't want to be rich either and uh, trusting in myself and not trusting in God. Uh, I just want what I need. And it's a good, good prayer to have. And I'd say that's where we are right, right now. We're neither poor nor rich. <laughs> uh, we're, we just have what we need. And it's, it's a good mentality to have to just be content right in the middle. So that's my number nine. Yeah, that's a good prayer. I'm not sure that it's technically a proverb. But it is a it's prayer in the book of in Proverbs. The book of Proverbs so, so it's a proverb. I can see the confusion. All right. Bless your heart. <laughs> My number eight is Proverbs 14.4. Where no oxen are, the crib is clean, but much increase is by the strength of the ox. Man. We think alike, because oh, yeah? this is also in my top 50, or <laughs> all of yours is going to be in my top 50. Well, I'll tell I mean, you if it's you picked, not in the top 50. You picked 50, so... Yeah, but there's a whole bunch of verses in Proverbs. How many? I didn't count. Right. I mean, there's a lot more than 50, but 50 is a sizable percentage, <laughs> let's just say. <laughs> so, let's see. So, yes, uh, talking about... Uh, in this one, the <laughs> it's saying, you know, a barn is going to be clean if there's no animals, but those animals are, are useful doing work for you. And you can apply this in a lot of different situations. So the one that comes to mind is children. children, of course. Yeah. So your house could be really clean, but, uh, it is nice to have children, even though they make messes. And then, uh, I mean... Uh, I can apply this to things at work where, you know, it would be, uh, my job would be a lot easier if I didn't have to deal with customers, but, uh, I wouldn't really, running. wouldn't exactly have a job without, yeah. <laughs> if we didn't have any customers. So I mean, it kind of applies in a lot of situations, I'm not a little less literally, but still applicable. So it's another one I like. That's my number eight, Proverbs 14.4. All right. My number eight is Proverbs 28.13. He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. And usually when I do something wrong, my first instinct is, and my inclination is to hide from God which we can't hide anything from God, but I don't, I'm ashamed and I don't want to bring it before him and confess it. Uh, but, you know, this verse is telling me uh, it's okay to bring it before God, confess it and forsake it because he will have mercy. And uh, God just wants us to be right with him. He doesn't want to have to punish us. So... I like this one a lot. It's a good reminder to to come to God and and make things right with him. So that's my number 8. 2813. Okay, that's a good choice. Uh since you were mentioning ones that or that mine were in your top 15, other ones you've mentioned have been in the 20 or so that I had 
pulled out my next one. What are we on? Seven. Number seven is one of those that you're talking about that has some, it shows up multiple times in the book. And it is the one I just picked this one out. Proverbs 14, 12. There's a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And uh, it's just hard to trust your own judgment for things. Uh, you know, you always have limited perspective. And, uh, you know, it's easy to look back even from um, recent decisions that you've made and see so you made mistakes or that you were wrong in certain areas. So uh, you just can't, you can't trust your own feelings, your own judgment. You're going to have to gonna have to do better than that. And uh, I think the Bible is, that's what the Bible's there for. That's what uh, God has offered to us to, to guide our, our decisions. So that's my number seven, Proverbs fourteen twelve. Yeah, good one. Probably say good one about all of these. I mean, they're, they're all from the Bible. Good ones. I mean, unless you pick like the horse leech, half two daughters. <laughs> oh no! Or something like that. <laughs> uh, no, I did go, not pick I'm that. I'm gonna go look that one up. Crying, give, give. <laughs> Boy, that's maybe, one of them maybe, right there. Maybe, that's, that's both of them. Wait a second, maybe we should have picked that one. <laughs> the horse leech. Which yeah. of this is the horse leech? Um. Uh huh. I don't know. Maybe we're both horse leeches. Aww. Anyway, my number seven. Boy, now I'm going to use that one. I don't know what situation will come up, but... Oh, no. I'm watching for it now. <laughs> my number seven is Proverbs twenty-five, twenty-eight. He that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls. And I have a hard time controlling my spirit my emotions uh especially my temper a lot of times can get the best of me and not so much these days but uh if when i'm not right with god then my temper really asserts itself and i have a hard time restraining it i really can't restrain it and so uh this this verse really reminds me of how how bad it is to not have control over my emotions and my my actions and that i need to stay right with god cuz i can't control myself i'm open to attacks from from satan so that's my number 7 proverbs 25:28 okay my number 6 proverbs 15:28 the heart of the righteous studieth to answer but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. So it's just a simple thought of think before you speak. A good reminder for us all. So I don't have anything to add. It's one of those simple ones. It's my number six, Proverbs fifteen twenty-eight. All right, my number six. I've always loved for how picturesque it is. Apples, it's... the apples one. Nope. But no one has uh, the word picture pictures of silver. in yeah. the verse. Nope, this one is Proverbs seventeen twelve. You'll like it. It's got a bear in it. I love the bears. Let a bear robbed of her whelps meet a man rather than a fool in his folly. And that's pretty crazy to think about. That's <laughs> super descriptive. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of, you know, meeting a 
female bear that has lost her cubs, but like that thing is enraged. And uh, one time in college, I got to see a video of a bear attacking a man <laughs> and got what to. it did to him. Had to. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Some others in the class didn't, but uh, it was frightening how horribly uh, devastated the man was by the attack. And yet the Bible says, better to meet that than a fool in his folly. And there's a lot of, uh, a whole lot of verses in Proverbs about what a fool is like. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it makes it pretty clear uh, what... (laughs) What is a fool and what is not? Yeah. Yep, that's some pretty good hyperbole. Yeah. Pretty bad. Pretty much want to avoid the fool. Yeah, especially in his folly. So that is my number six, Proverbs 17, 12. So what would be meeting a fool outside their folly? I guess if they're a fool, they're always in their folly. I guess I've always taken it to... They could be foolish about certain things and not other things. Yeah, I've always Mm -hmm. taken it to mean like when they're... Foolish about money, or someone could be foolish about chain emails or something. (laughs) I'm I'm thinking more like something that you can tell is silly, or or not silly, uh, it's foolish, but uh, they're all gung-ho about it, and maybe they're going to try and talk you into it, like clicking on the link in a scam email or something. (laughs) I don't know. Gotcha. All right, my number five, and I guess I'd say this is my favorite proverb. Proverbs 17, 9. He that covereth a transgression seeketh love, but he that repeateth a matter separateth very friends. Just talking about not holding grudges, not uh, just keeping a list of of things to be bitter about with people, or even uh, not gossiping. Could be something that's not specifically against you. Uh but uh, just not not keeping track of people's wrongdoings, and uh, the picture there is even either even covering up people's transgressions. So I don't think it's just uh, you know necessarily letting someone get away with a crime or you know, you know someone's uh, I don't know. I, I I think you do have to be careful with how you apply it, but I think it's mostly talking about. Not gossiping and, and forgiving people, not hanging it over their heads or, um, you know, thinking thinking something wrong of someone because they've made a mistake, but uh, uh, getting getting past it. So I think that's one of those ones that uh, may be a little less simple than some of the others I've mentioned and definitely, definitely something to meditate on. That is Proverbs 17.9. It's my number five. All right. My number five is Proverbs 14, 1. Every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. And that's a reminder to me that everything I do for this family is either going to build it up or tear it down. And I need to be careful with what I say, how I say it, what I do, when I do it. Because it could either tear down or build up. And I don't want to be foolish. I don't want to tear apart our family. 
And it certainly could happen. I mean, you see so many uh, messed up families out there because the wife is or the mother is just awful, (laughs) self-centered or always nagging or a slob or lazy. And I just don't. (laughs) Don't want that to be me. I want to be wise and and build this house. Nice. So that's my number five. Nice, nice. My number four is the verse right after my previous one, but I included them separately because they're two different thoughts. Duffer. So my number four, Proverbs 17.10. Well, in my, look, just real quick, in my defense, Proverbs 31, it's all talking about the virtuous woman. So it's all pretty much the same thought okay anyway go ahead uh, uh, hmm. well let's not argue number <laughs> <laughs> let's not tear down i think i think house. the listeners can discern they're gonna side with me proverbs seventeen ten: a reproof entereth more into a wise man than an hundred stripes into a fool yeah that one's very picturesque yep so uh it's very i mean when you get when someone tells you you're doing something wrong, of course, pride makes you want to raise your hackles and ignore them or get angry with them. But uh, no, it's usually best to actually think about what they're saying and, and see if they're, I mean, they're probably correct if they're taking the time to point out something you're doing is wrong. So letting that be more effective to you than than getting beaten would be for someone that uh someone that <laughs> doesn't doesn't listen to advice or doesn't listen to uh reproof is the word that the translators used so yeah uh it's always a a good challenging one that's my number 4 proverbs 17:10 all right, well, speaking of pride, my number four has to do with that. It's Proverbs 13.10. Only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. And, you know, that's so true. Whenever we have uh, an argument, a disagreement of some sort, usually it's somebody's pride has been hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Probably most of the time mine, but... No. Uh, well, we'll we're both pretty proud in our own ways. <laughs> <laughs> and we've usually got something going on. You know, I'll, I'll get my hackles up about something and get snippy, and then your pride gets hurt, and and back and uh, forth we go. And we've so, both definitely done it. Yeah, we've, we've all got our areas that we've got our, our pride in, and that's the. it's interesting to me that it <laughs> says, only by pride cometh contention. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is the root cause of it every single time and so just gotta get get that pride out of me beat it down that's my number four proverbs thirteen ten. <laughs> i'm surprised i don't have that one highlighted that is a good one so my number three Proverbs twenty four sixteen for a just man falleth seven times and riseth up again. I like that. But the wicked shall fall into mischief. So talking about being not giving up, persevering, and failing. I was talking about the just man falling, and it's not that a just man doesn't fall and the wicked falls, but the just man when he does fall over and over, he still rises up again. 
Just like Batman. Oh my goodness. Just like Batman. The Dark Knight <laughs> Rises, so to speak. Batman's life verse right there. I think so. Wow. I, I think I think you've got it. So you've got a strong case for that one. That's right. That's Proverbs twenty four sixteen, my number three. And Batman's number one. Oh my goodness. My number three is Proverbs twelve four. A virtuous woman is a crown to her husband, but she that maketh ashamed is as rottenness in his bones. <laughs> and I never want to have you be ashamed of me. And uh, this yeah. is something that well, is, I'm not. it comes to mind a lot. I'm always saying stupid stuff and <laughs> uh, saying it when I shouldn't. And I am afraid of, of having you be ashamed of me. I want want to be a crown to you, not... Someone that you're ashamed of. No. So that's my number three. I'm touched. My number two, Proverbs twenty five fourteen, Whoso boasteth himself of a false gift is like clouds and wind without rain. That chapter has a lot of, of picture yeah. ones. Yeah, that, that's probably my favorite. Very descriptive. Picturesque. Picturesque one. And... Uh, yeah, it speaks for itself, I think. My number two, Proverbs twenty five fourteen. Speaking of a picturesque one, my number two is Proverbs eleven twenty two. As a jewel of gold in a swine's snout, so is a fair woman which is without discretion. I've always <laughs> loved this verse. Oh, I do like that. It's one too. great. You just you just picture this this ruby or a diamond yep. in a pig's snout. Yep. And it just is so incongruous. It does not belong there. Yep, yep. And uh, it's interesting because uh, you think of a woman without discretion, you know, or a, a beautiful woman. Uh, that's what your eye is first drawn to. But then when you get to know her and you realize <laughs> uh, this woman just doesn't know when to stop, when to keep quiet, uh, it just makes the... Uh, the beauty seemed kind of incongruous, and you, you don't notice the beauty so much anymore. All you can notice is uh, the lack of discretion. All you can notice is the pig surrounding the beauty. And so nice. uh, this one doesn't, I hope, really apply to me. No. <laughs> but I've just always loved it. It's, it's like the bear robbed of her whelps one. Just yeah. very picturesque. <laughs> <laughs> That's my number two, Proverbs eleven twenty-two. All right. And my number one, not necessarily my favorite, but the last in the book that I put on my list, Proverbs 29, 7. The righteous considereth the cause of the poor, but the wicked regardeth not to know it. So, just talking about uh, people that are, they don't have as much, or aren't, uh, aren't as in a good situation as you, and uh, being aware of them, and not just ignoring them. So that's definitely a challenging one. That's my number one, Proverbs 29.7. All right. My number one is Proverbs 4.23. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And that's pretty challenging to think about that uh, your whole life comes out of your heart. Uh, I mean, physically, for one thing, without your heart pumping, you are not alive. You're declared dead when your heart stops beating. But then uh, 
kind of on the spiritual side too, uh, everything that you are as a person comes out of uh, how you think in your heart. And so uh, be careful what you're putting in there because that's going to determine who you are. Careful what you listen to, what you think about, what you see and read because that'll that'll come out in your actions. So that's my number yep. one. Yep. Proverbs 4.23. Good. All right. Well, we didn't have any crossover. That's probably good for this this kind of a list. Yeah. Since there's so many good choices. Yeah, just real quick. I did... Uh, sure. I did want to mention there were... Uh, like I said, I speed read through the whole book. And so it was just interesting to come across repeated phrases like... Uh, before honor is humility. Uh, that was repeated twice. It says that he that oppresseth the poor or he whoso mocketh the poor reproacheth his maker. That was another repeat, repeated phrase. There were a bunch of the better is this than that, uh, a dinner of herbs where love is than a stalled ox and hatred therewith, or better to dwell in a corner of the housetop than in a white house with a brawling woman. So those were always interesting. And then uh, another phrase that kept cropping up was, shall not be unpunished. Uh, so in Proverbs 11 and in 16, though hand, though hand join in hand, the wicked shall not be unpunished. Uh, everyone that's proud in heart, though hand join in hand, he shall not be unpunished. And then Proverbs 19, 5 and 9, uh, it's almost exactly the same verse. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall not escape. A false witness shall not be unpunished, and he that speaketh lies shall perish. And so it's just, it's interesting to me when uh, a certain phrase like that just keeps cropping up to see what uh, God has determined these things are not going to go without punishment. Hmm. Cool. All right. Very good. Very good. So why don't we invite our listeners to contact us? Let us know what your favorite proverb is. Uh, it could even be one that's not in the book of Proverbs. There's Proverbs all, all over the Bible. We just going through the book of Proverbs, but you can find them everywhere. Let us know what your favorite is. Email us tto at coser.us or go to our website tto.coser.us slash 66. Leave us a comment. Always like getting feedback. We've got some feedback for our music episode from uh, frequent listener Randall and or longtime listener Randall. We'll have to think of a title for Randall. <laughs> <laughs> listener Randall. And, Judgmental uh, Randall, he was, perhaps. He, he was disappointed that we didn't have Elvis on our list. And he discounted our lists entirely because <laughs> we didn't have all this. And made made his own top ten list, which uh we still have yet to listen to, but uh we will have to go listen. I saw there's uh John Denver. I'm not sure if I've I, I probably have heard some John Denver, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head any songs I've heard from him. We will listen um, and judge, Randall. I didn't recognize the Elvis song and I also saw there's a song from Journey. I was surprised that there weren't any songs from Journey in that uh, Rolling Stone Top 100. They were in the Top 500, but none of them made the Top 100. So we'll have to go, uh, go if you'll listen to those, pass judgment, and uh, we'll let you know if Randall has good taste in music or not. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I think we're ready to wrap it up. 
next episode is going to be our top 10 bucket list foods. Oh, yeah. So uh, make sure that you come to that one with a good appetite. And until then, I'm Brian Kozer. I'm Melissa Kozer. And you've been listening to 10 to 1. All right, Melissa, do you have a favorite funny proverb? I do, uh, actually. Okay. You ready? Yeah, why don't you hit me with your favorite first? So, Proverbs 24, 17, and 18. Okay. Rejoice not when thine enemy falleth, and let not thine heart be glad when he stumbleth, lest the Lord see it, and it displease him, and he turn away his wrath from him. So, don't be (laughs) happy when your enemy uh, (laughs) falls, because otherwise, God will turn away his wrath from him. And your enemy won't be punished anymore. Nice. Nice. Way to go, Solomon. (laughs) (laughs) I think, well, for some reason, I've always liked my son, eat thou honey because it is good. And the honeycomb, which is sweet to thy taste. Proverbs 24, 13. But my favorite is probably Proverbs 27, 14, with which we remonstrated with one of our college roommates or one of my college roommates, uh, me and another roommate, uh, left this message for him at some point. Proverbs twenty-seven fourteen: He that blesseth his friend with a loud voice, oh, yes. rising early in the morning, it shall be counted as a curse to him. Oh, yes. And all of the people that aren't morning people said amen. Selah. <laughs>